You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Let me ask you a question. Do you struggle with knowing if you're doing what you were called and created to do? Or do you feel anxiety or confusion or frustration around the topic of having clarity in your calling? Like, are you even walking in your purpose? If any of that sounds familiar, you're about to get your world rocked today. Our guest for this episode is the incredible powerhouse, Stephanie Gass. Stephanie is the daughter of the king, a wife, mama, coffee lover, and a hashtag PJs all day enthusiast. She is the host of a top 25 ranked podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, The Stephanie Gass Show, and helps women uncover their God-led callings, create kingdom businesses, launch podcasts, and monetize using courses and coaching. Today, we chat with Steph all about finding clarity in your calling. To start us off, Steph talks about what clarity even is and the difference between clarity and purpose. She then walks us through her in-depth and powerful four-step clarity framework live on our show. Uh, FYI, you'll want to grab pen and paper for this one because it is head-spinningly good and actionable. We wrap up the episode with so much tangible and booty-kicking insight on walking in your calling and knowing when and how to pivot in what you're doing. Stephanie really answers the question of how to discern if what your dreams are line up with God's plan for you, how to hear His voice in taking steps in business, and how to actually scale and build a profitable business doing what you're called to do. This episode is pure gold and has so much tangible and actionable information. We are giddy about this one. So without further ado, let's talk about clarity. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Stephanie, welcome to the Heart and Hustle podcast. Welcome to the party. Yay. Well, hello, ladies. I'm super excited to be here. Yes. From one podcaster to another, we're just like, oh, I've, I'm so excited to talk with you. And I know Evie is too. Uh, we just have a lot in common and we're ready to jam. We're ready to jam. Let's do this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, first off, just to start off, for anyone who might not have heard of you or doesn't know you, could you share a little bit of your story, who you are and what you do with our audience? Yeah, for sure. So I am a business coach, a podcaster, and I've been a full-time entrepreneur now for 10 years. And I kind of, as my elevator speech, I say that I help women get clarity on their calling so that they can build a profitable online business. And I truly believe that in partnering business with your faith, because without, you know, God leading your path, you're not going to have success because all the success, success to me is bringing glory to the kingdom. So that's Mm -hmm. what I do. I'm daughter of a king. I am a wife. I'm a boy mom. I have two little boys. And my favorite hashtag ever is PJs all day. I live for just being authentically me. And that means being comfy, always have a nice coffee by my side, a kombucha and a LaCroix, probably all three at all times. (laughs) All on your desk. Yep. (laughs) So that's kind of me in a nutshell. But um, 
yeah, I've been through it all. I've been in corporate America. I've been an entrepreneur. I've been in network marketing. But to be able to say now that I'm able to run a hugely successful business and I have a team and I do it all through podcasting, um, online courses, and I have a program is super surreal because I just think that people don't know that building this life of your dreams out of your calling is possible. And it totally mm-hmm. is. That's mm. so good. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. Um, I'm like like doing a little happy dance sitting cross-legged on the floor. Anyways, um, <laughs> I would love to just dive straight on in and let's chat about callings because that is a huge part of just your gift and, and what you do and what you share with the world. So how do you find the thing that God made you to do? Because I think it seems really overwhelming. It seems really exhausting, especially maybe for those listening who feel like they haven't found their thing yet and they're just feeling lost or discouraged or frustrated. Do you have thoughts on how you find that? Yes, I sure do. So first, let's kind of put a definition to this word because I know we hear it a lot, you know, like purpose and calling mm-hmm. and yep. all of these things. And, and I want everyone listening to understand that I believe that purpose and calling are two different things. You know, if we look at scripture, we know that all of our purposes are to glorify the kingdom of God, right? It's to point people to Jesus. And I 100% agree with that. But when we look at the calling, when we look at calling and even in scripture, we are Psalm 139, 14, you know, perfectly, fearfully, and wonderfully made. We have these these stories that I believe that I call them your books in heaven, that God predestines, you know, you are the way you are because he created you just to be that way. And you have strengths and skills and you've walked through the hard things in your life on purpose. And I believe that all of those little pieces come together and they create this, this thing called your calling. And what I like people to understand is you can do your calling work as a mission for fun uh, never get paid for it a day in your life and just do it because it lights you up because it's the thing that doesn't feel like work. It's the thing that you wake up and you're like, this, this mm-hmm. is the thing I'm created to do. And for everyone that looks different, but what it really is, is that God has created you to do this, this one thing. And sometimes it has pieces of one thing, which we'll talk about in a minute, but it's the thing that you do that creates impact and can create income for his glory but it brings you so much joy in the process. Mm. So that's what calling means to me. And, you know, I believe that our challenge or our responsibility while we're here on earth is to figure out what that thing actually is because Mm. that's how we live a life of true fulfillment. So that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have anything to add there? And then I'll move into, you asked, how? How do we begin finding that thing? Yeah, no, dive straight on. I mean, Lindsay, do you have anything? No, I'm just soaking this up. Okay, then let's dive straight on in. Let's go for it. Okay, so how do we find it? You know, what's so funny, you guys, is I started my podcast three years ago. It was a God thing because I had been basically a struggling. I'd have up seasons in my entrepreneurial journey and, you know, do well, and then it would crash. And then I would, oh, let me try this other thing. And like, I kept doing all these things, trying to figure it all out. But I really had never laid it at the feet of Jesus. Like, Lord... I'm just going to surrender in this process to you. Mm. I don't know what I'm created for, but you know, and I'm going to need your help because I'm so tired of throwing spaghetti at the wall and trying to figure out and doing things for money instead of purpose or impact. And I'm just tired. Like you guys mentioned earlier, you know, you're tired of trying to figure it out. So I went through this surrender process really after losing a big business, had nothing left. The money was all gone. And I was at this point of like, 
who am I and what is this calling and what am I created to do? And I went to sleep and I had a dream. And in October, 2018, in a dream, he spoke to me and he said, start a podcast. I was like, excuse me? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't listen to shows at the time. I had no, I, I was, I was, I thought you built a business on social media, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I got out this staticky microphone, I plugged it in and I just started speaking. And I didn't know if anyone would listen and I had no idea what he wanted to do with it. But, you know, three years later, he's created, he's created this immensely successful business, helping women figure all of this stuff out. And and what happened was I was getting knocks on the door or pings in the inbox saying, Steph, do you coach? We're listening to you on the show. We'd love to to get a coaching call with you. And I was like, I don't know. Sure, let's do it. (laughs) And so I started coaching women. And what would happen in these calls, you guys, is they'd bring to me this, like, here's the 200 things I love, you know? Here's all the, I'm multi-passionate stuff. Here's all the things. <laughs> and I would look at all of that. And I really discovered that there was this root common denominator in every single one of these people that sat down with me for an hour. And I would just tell them what the root was. And I'd call it your root statement. And I'd hand it to them and they'd go, they'd cry. Like so mm. many women would just break down and like, 10 years of my life I've been trying. And I'm like, well, it's right there. It's right here. In, but you have to know how to decode the puzzle. Yeah. So over time, what happened was I couldn't, you know, help enough. I couldn't help everyone with the coaching. Well, the coaching was going great. And then from coaching, they'd move into starting a podcast and then we'd figure out how to make it into an actual business. Well, at this point, I laid again, surrendered like, Lord, I can't scale this business anymore. I can't coach at this level. What can I do? And so I sat down in my morning routine And this Holy Spirit download just started shooting through my pen onto this notebook. And it was called the four-step clarity framework. And I'm just writing like in awe of Holy Spirit, like, oh, this is how I get them there without sitting on a call with every single woman. And so this four-step clarity framework was born. And this is how you begin. So I'll take you guys through the four steps. And then, you know, you guys just pop in if you have any questions. Perfect. About the process. Awesome. Well, that was our next question was the four-step clarity framework. So you're just, you're grooving right along. (laughs) Boom. I'm here for it. Okay. So step one is, I call it the God-centered clarity. So when you begin, you know, most coaches are like, okay, we're going to get clarity on what you're called to do, what your thing is. Let's start with your avatar. Well, we can't do that because Mm -hmm. we first have to, you know, Psalm 37, five, commit your way to the Lord trust in him and then he will act. So I would never have gotten to where I am right now, sitting here with absolute clarity on what I do, if I hadn't surrendered it to him and said, I'm so ready to hear from you. What is this? So step one in this God-centered clarity part is going through your identity in Christ and partnering with God so that you can go from called to chosen. And there's three pieces of this. So if you guys have a visual or if you have a sheet of paper right now, in the middle of your paper, write God-led calling and you circle it, okay? And then I want you to draw three lines from that circle. On line number one, I want you to write God, purpose, and Holy Spirit and circle that bubble. Coming out of your next line, you're going to write belief, action, and faith, and you're going to circle that bubble. And then on on the last line coming out of God-led calling, you're going to write down clues, revelation, and prayer, and you're going to circle that. So the whole thing is to begin with coming to God 
and asking Him for your purpose, right? This prayerful, excited anticipation of, sur- of sur- active surrender. Lord, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to hear from you. What is my calling? I am here. I am so ready. And just partnering with Him to start to show you and give you those clues. That's that first bubble where I say, God, purpose, Holy Spirit. And then the important part here is be ready to receive because mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but the second I ask, and it's so no matter what's going on in my life, you know, I'll have godly counsel or a friend be like, well, did you pray over that? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> really? I'm like, gosh, dang it. No. <laughs> We're trying to constantly solve problems from a f- fleshly place instead of a spirit place. Mm-hmm. And so this is that first act of surrender. That's everything. When you go, you know what? If I'm going to build a business out of what you've created me to be and who you've created me, how you've created me to serve, it starts with hearing from you, Lord. Yeah. And we skip this. We skip this surrender and this prayerful part. So that's one. The second part of, of this is this belief partnered with faith and action. So when you hear the word and what's, I don't know about you guys, you'll have to pop in here because as soon as I ask and I surrender, I almost get an answer like faster than I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's happened to you, but I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I got a word the next morning, like a friend calls or like, you know, something happens. And I'm like, there it is. Yeah. It's so, like you almost, you almost don't expect him to answer that fast. And you're like, oh, okay, I asked you. I guess that was the answer. <laughs> like, yeah. That, and then you go into the space of like, are you sure? Was that really mm-hmm. what you wanted me to do? Mm-hmm. So, so it's this... I'm going to believe that you're going to lead me, that this path is from you, this direction's from you. I'm going to have super immense, unbelievable levels of faith that I'm going to figure out a way to do it because you're going to feel so unqualified for whatever mm-hmm. it is that he speaks to you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, because you are unqualified. You know, mm-hmm. on our own, everything is impossible, but with him, it's possible. And then the third piece in this bubble is action. You're going to have to take, and I'll get there in step two, three, and four, but you're going to have to take some big, scary action on your calling. It's mm-hmm. going you're not going to know how, you know, the first time someone said, do you coach? I didn't, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't mm-hmm. have a contract. I didn't have a framework that I took them through. I showed on a zoom and was like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm trying to figure this out with you. All right, let's go. <laughs> but the action is what ended up bringing me so much clarity. You know, you can't wait and receive clarity. You have to start and mm-hmm. chip away at clarity. Getting clarity to where I, what I just was able to tell you guys at the beginning of this call, like, what do you do? That was, that's three years of yeah. big, messy action. And then the oh third, yeah. Anything you want to add? Uh, there? I'm, just, I'm just soaking it up. I, well, I love that you said like actually take action because I think sometimes people think, oh, well, I'm praying, God, just drop it in my lap. And it's like, well, that that's, I love how you broke it up because that is one part of it. But the second part is actually go out and start experimenting, take action with mm-hmm. those steps. So I love that you like kind of broke that down for everybody. Yeah. 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 And, and, and the third part here is this bubble that says clues, revelation, and prayer. So as you take action kind of, Lindsay, to your point, you're going to get this Holy Spirit feedback back, yeah. okay? And and I'm constantly praying like, okay, Lord, every morning, I'm like, I need you to order my steps. Help mm-hmm. me. Open the doors that should be open. Close the doors that shouldn't, Lord. Connect me with the people that are God sent for your glory, for this th- this whole purpose that He's going to place in your lap. It's it's to better His kingdom, but it, it brings you joy and purpose and income and impact 
along with it. It's like the mm-hmm. best package ever. So mm-hmm. you're going to find clues. You're going to have new revelation through the process and you're going to continuously pray. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like step one is all about this heart work, this surrender process, and almost like this mindset of I'm going to do this because it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. It's I so- feel like, okay, I never had like your specific four-step clarity framework, but as you were talking, I I see that so clearly in like my journey of how God started me to now like w- what I'm doing, which I fully believe like being an entrepreneur, like even this podcast, Running the Heart with Evie, like that, I am in my like calling of of what God made me to do. But I I I see like just the steps of, I, Stephanie, I don't know if you know this, but I wanted to be an actress, like going out of college. So, yeah. and I, I think the impetus of that was me wanting to share stories and make people feel good things through art. And that kind of led me into photography, which like, I, all I did was just like pick up something that I love doing and like say, Hey, like, Lord, I really love this. I really, I think I'm talented at it, but I could probably be better if I like actually applied. And I just started playing around with it. And then like one thing led to another. I never envisioned having either like a podcast or an entrepreneur like education company and coaching and courses when I started that. But I love that you broke that down because I just, as you're talking, I'm like, oh, whoa, like God led me to this place of my calling. No, it's not acting of like what I originally thought I was going to do. Not, it's not even photography really anymore, but it led me to this place of like, I'm, I think living in my genius zone. And I I just love that you said that. Cause I'm just like having a moment. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, God is so cool. I'm walking in my purpose. Like, yes. <laughs> everything, you mm. know, and, and Lindsay, that brings me to step two of the four step clarity framework, which is it's called the root of who you are. Now, you know, as you were mentioning, you go through so much in your life. Mm-hmm. People walk through. So, so first of all, you're born with these inherent skill sets and spiritual giftings that you have and strengths and weaknesses and all these pieces of who you are. So there's that to consider. Then you go through these life experiences like, you know, acting or performing or being an artist or being a hairdresser or whatever those, all those things are. Some of you walk through traumas, hard things, loss, grief you know, you have to take into consideration all of those pieces in step two to find the common denominator of your passions, all these things, your trials. And this leads you to what you were created to do. And there's a formula, you know, that I go through in my, in my process and in my course that takes you through kind of journaling over all these different bubbles, these different areas of your life. But then the hard challenging part for people is highlighting, looking behind the story. It's the story behind the story and finding the thread. Because Mm -hmm. like Lindsay was just saying, storytelling and sharing these stories has always been a part of your life and connecting with people probably and probably leading and all of these pieces of that make up what you're doing today. You are being prepared. You are being fine-tuned and And so often, you know, we're angry at the hard parts of our life, but that's where we're refined by the fire so that we can show up one day and go, you know, for me, I had to lose a business so I could become a business coach, right? Like I had to go through breakdown and idolatry of my phone and workaholism and come out the other side to speak truth and life into other women who are facing that. Mm -hmm. So when you look through that and you find these common threads, the goal is that you find something I call 
the common denominator, the root of who you are. And this is a sentence. It's about 10 words or less, but it's a sentence and it's this root of who you are. It'll be messy at this point, but you'll have direction. Mm, I love that. And so like, let me give you guys a couple of examples because you listening are probably like, okay, cool. What's my root? Yes. (laughs) You know, there's a really big process here that you're going to go through, but basically let's let's just do a visual. So let's say that we have um, a photographer and this photographer has been through uh, really hard stuff in her life when it comes to raising her siblings. Maybe she's dealt, dealt with some trauma. She's a natural-born leader, a natural-born teacher. She loves helping and inspiring other people. She's a creative, and she's a photographer. And she's made it. Um, she's become super successful as a photographer. And let's say that she loves family photography the most because she really connects with children and all of those pieces. Um So you would take all of that information and you would try to find the thread of who you are, right? And so this is probably something like she loves to lead, inspire, and teach children through creative outlets, Mm. just as a direction, okay? So when she has this direction in her hand, we move to number three. And the third step of the Clarity Framework is a brand and messaging plan. So this is where we shift and go, how can we make this a business, Mm-hmm. How can we turn this into your life's work, which is possible for everyone? You know, it's so fun to know that I don't care if, you know, you're a grandma and your your skill set is meal prepping. Like that, and, and that's your thing. You're like, I literally live for this. Or if you're a life coach, or if you're a photographer, or if or if you create devotionals, it doesn't matter what the thing is that you come out with, this root statement, there's a way to make it a profitable, impactful business that glorifies God. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, Stephanie, you're just like that's preaching my language here. But <laughs> I also like that that you're kind of in your formula, giving people freedom to not necessarily make mistakes. I mean, yes, make mistakes, but the thing that you try experimenting with or going toward doesn't have to be end game, like for the rest of your life. Like for me, it doesn't have to be acting. It didn't have to be photography. Those things led me along the way and were seasons of my life that lead you to your calling. And like, even right now, like I might have something in the future that like God like brings me to. And I, I think that's such a permission giver for our mm-hmm. listeners that, cause I think when you hear the word calling or you hear like, oh, I have to find my purpose. Like we think that it's this one thing that, that we have to do immediately. And if we don't find it and if we do something else, we're wrong in God's eyes or that we just like, we're going down the wrong path. Or Does that, that makes sense? Or that yeah. we have to stick with it for the rest of our life. I think yeah. that's something else too that, that a lot of entrepreneurs, especially starting to, you know, feel God calling them into something else, like Lindsay, for you or and and I both, when God started calling us out of photography, like There's a, lot fear. Of, a lot, yeah, it's it's like, oh my, this is like, I know you called me into this. I know you told me to step into this. Like, am I actually obeying you? Am I listening to you? Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs can get tripped up and hold on too long and too tight to one step in the process and in the journey that God's called them on. That's so good. And I want you guys to think about something. What you're doing today, if you look at that root of who you are, you know, being these creative women and connecting with people on the other side of the camera and all of that, how much of that have you brought with you? Like Mm -hmm. there's so many threads that go throughout probably your whole life. Like I always ask the question, what were you guys doing when you were 10 years old and you were in a school play? You know, where were Mm -hmm. you standing? What part were you playing? And it's funny because it's almost always 
you're the same person and you have the same root back then. You know, I was the one leading, bossing people around on the stage. <laughs> same. Bob, that's not your line. Bob. <laughs> you know, I remember the, the first play that I ever auditioned for, like the literal first one. I was like, oh, I just want a small part. And then once I auditioned, I was like, I want to be the star. <laughs> leading role, please. Right here. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. And so like, you're always who you are, but yeah. you're getting distracted by what you're doing. So let me say that again. Mm. You're always who you are. You will never change. You are always who you are, but you're you're distracted by what you're doing. Okay. Okay. Wait. I have. Oh wait. Do, sorry. Do you have more? Can nope, you keep no. going? No. <laughs> tell me. I, I wanna. I wanna jam on this for a second. What do you think about the people that think like their job is their purpose? Like I. I because I. I would think you probably agree with me that there's a difference. Like your job isn't necessarily your purpose. It's what you do for your purpose. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yes, it does. And I would tell you that putting a title, a job, a thing um, as your purpose, as your identity will leave you broken, Mm -hmm. exhausted, searching, listless. Like Mm -hmm. that's what happened to me when I made it in network marketing. I became hugely successful, but it was my entire identity. And when that crumbled because I had all my eggs in someone else's basket, I, God was not at the center of this. I hadn't, you know, turned to him for a relationship yet. And that crumbled. I was so broken. I was in the darkest space of my life wondering, who am I if I'm not my success? Who am mm-hmm. I if I'm not this top 1% network marketer? And it was like gut-wrenching. The process to climb out of that black hole of wondering and wandering and discontentment was so hard. And I didn't have to go through that because what I could have said is, if I had found my root, if you look at that, there's a super common thread. I loved leading women, encouraging them, helping them get over their fears and figure out what was possible in their life. It was Mm -hmm. already there, but my vessel had become my identity. Wow. And so you got to get away from what you're doing and know that it's going to be fluid. It's going to be an evolution. You know, for Evie, Lindsay, and I, we podcast right now, and that's part of what we're doing, but it's the message behind the outlet. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't matter if I was having this conversation on a stage, having this conversation on a video with you, having this, the, the message is is the purpose. And then mm-hmm. what, how we help you implement the message are the products. Yeah. So that's, that's the next step. So, oh, good. Okay. So now that you have the root statement... The next thing that I have you guys build in my Clarity Framework is a brand and messaging plan. I call this the five-tier brand map because if you start trying to go out and make this calling work into a business, which is what I teach, and you don't have direction, you know, Isaiah 30, 21 is one of my favorites. Like, this is the way walk in it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you have to know where you're going. Mm -hmm. And so this five-tier brand map helps you take that root statement and break it down into super clear pieces that really it's the house of your business. It's it's the who you are part that we were just talking about, okay? So for me, this is you have to have a title. You have to have a title of this whole thing you're creating, right? Like Hard and Hustle, it's a title. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever. The Stephanie Gas Show, for me, that that's the title of the brand. So you have a title, you have a tagline that is taking the root statement and paring it down into roughly six words or less This is one of the most important, pivotal pieces of this whole process because have you ever had, you guys have probably asked so many people that have come on the show, what do you do? 
I'm like, oh yeah, well, you know, I kind of do this, but then I do this too. And then I kind of do that. And, and you're like, what do they do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Mm-hmm. Now this is hard because when you're trying to get clarity, it's not ex- excruciatingly clear yet, but you know, like the direction. So for me, I help women get clarity on their calling and build a profitable online business. Period. Mm-hmm. End of story. It's not emotional. It's very punchy and you can say it in one breath. This is super important for you to start building things because you're able to know what I actually do. The next one is avatar clarity. So this is who are you called to serve? And we've all done little avatar exercise, or maybe you guys haven't, but it's like figuring out who you're called to serve, who you can help, who Mm -hmm. can you help, how can you help them? And for me, I take you guys so deep into this process by even getting down to like, what are they Google searching? Mm -hmm. What? Is there, what are their top five problems today and how are they articulating them? Because mm-hmm. you might think you know. So I'll give you a visual here. I have been creating content now. I have 370 episodes on my show. And Go, I, girl. We snapped that. <laughs> and I thought I knew my person. I call her Lola. I teach this stuff. I teach it, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm like, okay, downloads have been kind of stagnant for a bit. What's going on? And I decide I need to go back and do like an avatar revamp. Like who is she really? Has she changed? Is, have her words changed? So in my Facebook group, we collect questions. And one of the questions says, what is your number one problem when it comes to clarity or starting your online business? And I'm looking at roughly over the last couple months, 800 answers. Time and time again, you guys, I'm seeing how to get more clients how to start. I relay so hard. <laughs> we, we see that a lot. Yeah. And I was like, how to get more clients? Those words had never come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am not speaking her language. I'm not connecting with her because I'm coming from a place of who Stephanie is and what I think you need instead of what you actually need. Mm-hmm. So Avatar is such a huge piece of, of step three, this brand and messaging plan. And then the last two are a description, having about a paragraph description of what you actually can provide. What are the, how can you solve her problems, right? Mm -hmm. I can solve your problems by blah, 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 blah. And then the last one is called pillars. Now this moves people into how I believe that my avatar can best build this online business in an evergreen scalable way while building out the schedule that she wants is by podcasting. So we use this pillars so that they know what will I actually, and you can, but you don't have to podcast. It can be any form of long form content that you can own, not social media, but something you can own like video, uh, blogging or audio, which is podcasting. What are those pillars? What are those three solutions that will transform your person's life? How, and what are they? And then how can you teach them? So that's mm-hmm. the five step, uh, brand map. Now you're ready to go build step four, which is called my scalable business model. Calling all entrepreneurs. Are you ready for a biz boost in 2022? Tired of feeling alone or struggling to figure out this whole entrepreneur thing by yourself? Well, great, because we have your solution. We are hosting an in-person business conference in Nashville, Tennessee on April 25th through 28th, 2022. 
And this isn't your traditional boring corporate like conference either. I mean, do you even know Evie and I? <laughs> yes, the Heart Conference is a place for creative business owners and dreamers of all kinds to come together, experience community, learn business and marketing strategies that will help you grow and scale your business all while having the friggin' best time of your life. So get ready to be empowered in your business and life so you can go out and break down every barrier that is holding you back from achieving your goals. All right, and listen to our speaker lineup. Legit. All right, we have Jordan Lee Dooley, Paige Griffith of The Legal Page, Zim Flores, Angie Lee, as well as Lindsay and myself, and our keynote speaker, Donald Miller of freaking StoryBrand. Like, yes. Yeah. So basically, are you like ready to explode your business and build community in just three days? Because if so, it's time to learn some hardcore marketing and sales strategies that will grow your business beyond what you could ever imagine. Get paid to do what you love, speak to the heart of your ideal client, nip that feeling of loneliness in the bud, connect with a community of like-minded creative entrepreneur besties, receive over 12 hours of hardcore business education, dance your pants off at our heart dance party, and listen to seven industry leaders teach you everything they know. Yeah, it's a lot in just three days. Buzz gonna be good. (laughs) If you are ready to give your business a jumpstart in 2022 and lead in your business empowered, come join us at the Heart Conference. You can find out more at theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. If you're enjoying what you're getting in this podcast for free, then you're about to get your mind blown with what we offer in our educational courses. If you're ready to uplevel your business, serve your clients like never before and reach revenue goals that you barely dared to dream of, then we're ready to help. Our courses are packed full of tools, formulas, strategies, and resources to help you kick freaking butt in biz. Whether you choose the photo major, a complete course for photographers, or the content photo minor, a mini course on how to finally slay your content photos for your blog, Insta, headshots, whatever, you will walk away with more knowledge than you ever thought possible. And here's the reality. We are here to see you succeed always and forever. And that is why we created each and every one of these courses. To check them out for yourself, read the reviews and look at each course syllabus, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. So good. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have... I wasn't aware we were diving into a coaching call. This was amazing. (laughs) I'm like swimming and like, I'm like, I need to take notes. I was literally about to say, I'm sitting here like, okay, so how can I make this work where I can mute myself and take notes and yet still <laughs> Just we listen to it back. Yes, Stephanie, you're rocking this, this so This is so I, good. I'm ready for, for step four. I'm ready to dive into this. Okay. So, okay. But also Loki, when you were describing like the circles, yeah. I think that was step one. Yep. I thought those were all four steps. Wow. How nice. <laughs> Oh, we going deep. We going. I love it so much. We are going places, ladies. Okay, so step four. Now you have these five five tier brand map, and at this point, you know you're looking at this this tri- it's a triangle that we build, and they're looking at that like, what do I do with this thing? Mm-hmm. You know, and I believe that if you're listening to my show and you're coming to do it my way, what you want is an online passive revenue business. So that's what I teach. And I don't care what it is that you do. If it's something super brick and mortar, you are a photographer or you run a coffee shop, or if it's, I'm an online coach, I'm a life coach. It doesn't matter. 
this can work for you. This can work for you to become an entire revenue stream in your life that is so easy. It's so scalable. You don't need social media to do it. You don't have to hustle. And it's something that you can do in five hours a week or 30 hours a week. Mm-hmm. So what I've built is once you have this five-tier brand map, which is clarity, the next phase is to build out your evergreen lead generating machine. And it's a podcast. And it's so simple. It's almost ridiculous. They're like, what? But the truth is you can go on social and build your business and hustle and, and fight an algorithm and battle your way to the death to get seen and heard, knowing that the person on the other side, they're not in a position of learning. They're in a position of numbing out, posting their own stuff, plus your stuff is getting buried. That same hour that you spent making a reel that maybe gets whatever, 500, even 2,000 views, that's not converting, not doing anything for you, you could have created two podcast episodes that truly change someone's life, that connect with them, that build trust, and that can be found in the search engines simply by the way that you title your show. Mm. And now you've connected with people, you've blessed them with your knowledge, and they're knocking on the door like, excuse me, you know, Evie, you said this thing, like, how do I do that thing? Or Mm -hmm. how do I work with you? Or Lindsay, you said this thing and it resonated with my heart. Like, I feel like I know you. And you guys probably hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. And so this podcast creates leads. It's a long game. You're going to, you're going to pour into it, but I, I teach you how to do it. So it's super quick and scrappy. It does not need to be expensive. It does not need to be hard. Half the time I record from my phone and it's unedited, you know, and I have a top 25 ranked entrepreneurship podcast. So love it. It's Yeah, it's not about perfection. It's about pouring in and giving away what you know how to do. And I don't care what it is you know how to do, this can work. So that's mm-hmm. step two. And that's going to take you about 30 to 60 days. If you're scrappy, you can get it done in two weeks. The third step of my model is to figure out what your person's number one problem is. Okay. So if we go back to, let's go back to our example of the photographer from earlier. And we had this root statement. It was something like, you know, I want to encourage and teach children through creative outlets, just Mm -hmm. as a starting point. Let's say she comes up with this whole brand map and she decides to start a podcast for the parents around, you know, how to encourage and transform your children's whatever behavior or mindset or create purpose within your children through journaling, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And she goes up on the pod and does 10 minute mini episodes for the mom of the kids or the dad of the kids teaching something that this parent can do for this child to help them through this creative outlet, through journaling or teaching your kids how to take photos or connecting with your child over art. And then the parents come knocking on the door and they're like, yo, Mary, like that episode that you did about journaling with my daughter, it's changed everything for us. What's next? Well, Mary's going to be like, oh my goodness. Well, I have, you know, Kid Purpose on Fire course for you. And it goes through six steps of connecting with your child and growing their confidence through creative outlets. Mm. So Mary starts selling the course that solves, let's say the mom's number one problem was she's not connecting with her kiddo and she found this beautiful vessel to do it, right? Mm -hmm. So that's just a high level example. There's so many more, but you find what your person's struggling with and you create the course. And I choose courses because they're 100% passive revenue. Mm -hmm. I don't have to show up to coach with you, but I can give you an affordable solution that solves your number one problem, inexpensive for you, passive for me, win-win. 
And then I'm free to be with my boys, to mm-hmm. be off on the weekends, to, to work out and weight lift with my husband, whatever it is that I want to do that brings fulfillment into my life. I have the time to do it because I built a scalable business model that doesn't depend on social media or algorithms to make me successful. Oh, I love this so much. Well, especially I think this goes to the question of so many people get bogged down by social media and feel the pressure to post every single day to maintain like, oh, I have to get seen because the algorithm is against me. And I just love that you just gave people permission to do it a different way. Mm -hmm. The question that I have coming out of this is what you said, like, based on how you title your podcast episodes. And and like, even if people aren't going the podcast route, even if they're doing a blog or a YouTube or video or whatever, all of those things need titles. So what would be your best advice for how to title like something to get seen by eyes? Does that make sense? Like podcast episode or blog post or whatever? Yes. So my top strategies here are, what is your person actually searching for? When they go into Google or they go into the podcast app, what are they typing in? So for example, if you teach people how to... You teach busy moms how to get fit and find health. You know, you can't put like health tips for feeling great. No one's Googling that, you know? Like (laughs) you have to go get out of your way or get in some Facebook groups and start asking people, get on the phone with 10 people or even Instagram DM with 10 people. Be like, what are you actually searching for when it comes to like your health or weight loss or quick tips? And I would probably find that it's something like, um, free weight loss hacks, you know, like mm. what, what are they typing in? And even if you're like, ew, I don't want to talk about weight loss. Cause I don't believe in that. Use it to get them in the episode mm-hmm. and then tell them why that's not the answer. Yeah. You know, what some of my top downloaded episodes talk about whatever, like how Virginia had a 75 K launch using the Stephanie gas system or, you know, how we hit whatever, how you hit a hundred thousand downloads in blank months or less they make people go, huh? And then they also make people go, I searched for a term and this episode came up, but when they get in my episode, I am pouring so much truth and honesty and authenticity around what it took to make that happen, Mm -hmm. why it happened, if and when and how it could possibly be real for you to do that same thing and what it would take for you to commit to my process to do it. So there's truth, but the title is excruciatingly important because if it's not what someone is searching for, you will not get found. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So I mean, we've definitely learned it on our podcast. I don't even right. think we're still something we talk about consistently. So I feel like Lindsay and I both are taking notes on this and like, oh, okay, let's go back and poll our audience. Like, what are they searching? Right. Whatever. But it's true. We've noticed like some episodes that we did not think were probably like the most valuable. Like they were really good, but not like the best of the best. Yeah. Were titles in a way that like, our downloads and listens were like through the roof. And we're like, whoa. And then ones that we're like, this will change everyone's life. We can't, this is so good. Like had minimal downloads and we're like, freaking heck because of the title. Yeah. It's insane. Well, I think we, had, we had one episode where the guests like made us cry. And I think we literally titled it like, this episode will change your life. Click it or something like that. I was like, forget listen to this. But yeah. I love just the strategy, Stephanie, of just going either pulling your audience them yourselves or going to Google and kind of getting in the mindset of, who your ideal client is and being like, okay, what would I type into Google? What would I type in to the Apple search bar? What would I type in to Instagram to find this thing? Yes. And taking yourself all the way back to when, you know, I think another big mistake that we make as we're beginning to actually build the business part is we come from a position of where we sit right now. Mm-hmm. And so what, what I would search for in a Google bar is 100% different than what my Lola is searching for when she's at step one. 
Yeah. So I've got to like remove myself from this equation. Go, what did I look up when I was just starting? Yeah. Or don't even like come up with what you think, but go actually ask them. It'll really help you just grow faster. Absolutely. Okay. I have this question based on your framework and just, just getting clarity on your calling. I feel like you would have something to say to this. So Lindsay and I have gotten this question a lot and I feel like it's a commonly asked question from a lot of believers, a lot of, you know, people wanting to pursue what God has for them. And and the question goes something like, how do I know if what I'm doing or the dream I have in my heart or whatever honors God or, you know, a different phrasing would be like, you know, how do I know if I'm on the right track and this isn't something that I'm just doing selfishly or something like that. Do you have thoughts to that person's questions or concerns? Yeah. Obviously, the first thing that I always say is you need to pray because Holy Spirit is the greatest convictor of all convictors to tell Mm -hmm. you what is not right and what is not working in your life. And so often we come from a flesh place instead of a spirit place of trying to figure out if we're doing and doing the right things. And so, you know, for example, I was in this big high-level mastermind and I, I got a spot in that mastermind. It was amazing. And holy, there was some sirens going off. And so mm. you have to pay attention to you know, your anxieties and pay attention to your feelings when you get done with whatever the thing is you're doing. And even if I look back into my network marketing days, there were so many sirens and Holy Spirit you know, convictions going, are you sure? Are yeah. you sure? And so I'm in this, this group and, and I finally prayed and I'm like, Lord, you know, if this is not for me, I'm going to need you to slam the door because it's an opportunity. So I feel like I have to sit here at this table. Anyway, and as soon as I prayed, there was like so much revelation and there was a word and there was a friend that said a thing and God just used all these things to show me that that wasn't the right table for me. Yeah. And, And so it was like this surrender process. So pray, asking for that guidance, pay attention to how you feel. Like, I'm sure you ladies feel the same way. When I show up and I record an episode or I have a session with somebody or I'm talking to one of my students, I am so lit up. I can barely stand it. I'm like, this feels so right. I'm never upset or anxious or going, ew, that felt icky or that felt Mm -hmm. weird. And and that made me feel so... Because it's like, you're getting confirmation every interaction that God's like, yes, daughter, more. Yes, daughter, like Mm -hmm. you're doing the things I'm asking. So you're going to feel a certain way. And just because you don't feel great about something, pray and ask why. It may Mm -hmm. be a tiny piece that you're doing that doesn't align with you, or it may be one relationship that you're hanging on to or one client that you need to let go or whatever that looks like. But maybe it's not, don't scrap the whole thing, but ask God to show you exactly, you know, why am I feeling this way or why am I unsure? So there's that part. And then the final piece on this is there's a difference between a Holy Spirit siren and being uncomfortable because you're growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like That's you will good. be uncomfortable. This, so true. This is not easy. You, as you pursue your calling, everything will come against you to make you stay small. There will be people telling you you're unqualified. There will be your inner critics screaming at you to sit down and go back to what's comfortable for you. Your spouse may not be on board or, you know, oh, you're not going to make any money at that. Like there's everything's going to come at you and tell you to stay where you are. Mm-hmm. But that's different. That is where you push forward. You want to lean into uncomfortable growth because your growth cap will go up. You know, mm-hmm. your ceiling, when you're pursuing your calling, your ceiling is not static. 
your ceiling is this open opportunity. It's, it's this, it's a sky. There is no limit to what you can do and who you can become, but you're going to push through and lean into uncomfortable growth and know that it's, my son actually told me this morning, he said, mom, did you know when you make a mistake, your brain grows? Oh. And I was like, that, Miles, that is what that like, <laughs> forward and know that you're going to expand, right? Your business will expand and grow and then pray and discern your way through the journey. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for discerning between the difference of those? Like between when it's it's good resistance that you're bidding that or it's like discernment and like Holy Spirit-filled friends that are like telling you and almost like speaking God to you of like, Hey, maybe this isn't the right path. Does that make sense? Yeah, the question it does. Asking. And I think for me, what it took was so first pray, and then second, it was looking at the 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 feeling behind the feeling, or like again, the story behind the story. So if I sat down with a notebook or pen, and I had sitting in my morning routine usually, and I'll sit down with this blank sheet of paper, and I'm like, something's off about this thing, and I write at the top of the paper, and I'm like, why? Okay. Why? Is it that I'm a, is it me? Am I afraid of this uncomfortable thing? You know, for so long, I was terrified of public speaking. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't because God didn't want me to public speak. It was because Stephanie was afraid of something, you know? And so why? Is it me? Or is it is it me creating this storyline that this isn't for me? Or is it God showing me that he doesn't want me in this in this spot or in this season or doing this thing? And I think at, when you start to ask yourself why, and you can get to the root of your of your feelings and the root of that, and also partnering that with prayer, you're going to get an answer. And there's a little bit of patience in that. You know, I didn't quit that mastermind. I stayed in that for four to six months because I wasn't sure. I continued to discern through it. And then finally, you know, as I kept surrendering it, like, I don't know, Lord, I can't tell. Is this me? Is it you? If I was I was patient enough to wait for the answer. So I guess my advice here is like, don't come at stuff with a suspicious heart. Like, this is always not for me. <laughs> come at it with a curiosity and go, mm-hmm. Lord, I'm going to hang out. Like, I'm here. I'm going to push through this. But if it's not for me, I would love it if you would make it abundantly clear and slam this door or give me an extreme, extreme clarity that this is not for me and he will do it. And sometimes you don't get that answer tomorrow. So just keep, you know, I keep showing up for things until I hear from the Lord that he doesn't want me to keep showing up for that thing. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's, you just hit on something so good, Steph, when you just said, like, we don't have to just, one, approach stuff with that suspicious or even fearful mentality. Because I think you just release so much freedom for the believer in the sense that I think a lot of believers are afraid to misstep to the extent that they're not following where God's leading. Mm. Because because we're so afraid of, oh, I, I, I just, I, I want to go where God has me. I want to go where God has me. I want to go where God has me. And that heart is precious when it's, attached and partnered with the freedom that comes in walking with Jesus. Yeah. But when that that heart of, I want to be where God has me, is attached to fear or anxiety, that's actually, in, in my opinion, and feel free to throw your thoughts here, but I think that can be a tactic of the enemy to twist that, that desire to follow God into something that 
actually ties us up and chains us up where we're so afraid of misstepping that we're not walking at all, that we're not taking those steps and those risks. But there is such a freedom in walking with the Lord where God, like we are are co laborers with God in what he's doing in this earth. And we are, he has invited us to partner with him in bringing his kingdom to earth and, you know, to living and and walking and, and enjoying life with him. There is a freedom in that, that it should never feel anxiety or fear of misstepping. It should always be filled with that, you know, that peace and that rest. Like you said, Steph, you sat in that, you know, mastermind for four to six months because you weren't like chained up with anxiety or fear that staying in it an extra month would mean the ruin of your life. You know, like that's not how God operates. That's not how he lives. And I don't know. I just felt like you released such freedom in like when you're walking with God, he will direct you. He will speak to you. And you don't have to be living in a fear that you're going to like ruin everything. Oh, I mean, that's such a word. That is a word of wisdom. <laughs> you guys think of it this way. You know, I had this visualization as you were talking of like, you're a parent and you have your kid and your kid asks to go to play with this group of friends. And so your kid, you're like, sure, why not? And you guys are all hanging out at the park and the kid goes and plays with a group of friends and they seem to be okay for a while. And then all of a sudden you see that like one of the kids has a lighter, you know, or something like that. <laughs> and you're the parent. So you walk over and you're like, oh, hey, son, come on, buddy. Let's go back over here. That's what God's doing for you. Like he's not saying you're not allowed to ever play with anybody on the playground. You're not allowed to try this thing or do this thing or or step Mm -hmm. out and try to make this friend. But daughter, like I will watch over this for you. And if I find you in a space that wasn't from me, I will lovingly and carefully pull you out and redirect you to a safe space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. While while both of you were talking, God literally just dropped a vision into my like, peripheral let's not my go peripheral. like my not my peripheral I don't know what I'm saying into my mind um of like almost like the game Candyland, but but better than that <laughs> um like I imagined like this like golden kingdom at top right and then there's like a bunch of little pathways to it and like I, I think it was like Evie when you were talking about like hey it doesn't matter which route you take to an extent, mm-hmm. like they're all going to, if you're following the Lord, they're all leading to the kingdom. They're mm-hmm. all leading to the castle. And it's like, we get so stuck up on one path that we're like, oh wait, oh wait, I'm not supposed to be on this one. Am I, and that we're not moving along that path that eventually does lead to the kingdom. Cause we're afraid that we're not like on the other one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, does it doesn't matter. Like for like example, it doesn't matter if you're doing photography. It doesn't matter if you're doing acting. Right. It doesn't right. matter if you're speaking or writing a book or doing a podcast. If you're walking in your calling that's headed towards that castle, headed towards the kingdom, you're going to be going in the right direction. You just need to not stop and like woe yourself on the path. Well, and, and God yeah. will redirect you. Like, like, yeah. like our journeys with... He'll take, he'll give you a shortcut to the other path. That <laughs> yeah, go, exactly. Yes. I, I picture the like the train tracks where they, you know, like two tracks, you you switch a lever and the train goes down like track two instead of track one. It's just yes. like, okay, wait, shoots and ladders, not candy land. Oh, that's what it so is. Um, anyways, I feel like that's literally it. If as When you're pursuing Jesus, when you're pressing into him, when you're walking in relationship with him and in tune to his voice and seeking him, he, he will, like you take the steps forward and he's going to be like, all right, and pivot, new track. Like, this is where I have you. Yes. It, it, you just got to freaking move. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> keep rolling the dice, honey. Keep moving. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. 
so I love good. this conversation. Me too. <laughs> oh man. Okay. One of the final questions for you, Steph, what do you think? Because we've talked a lot about clarity. We've talked about, you know, finding your calling and, and getting that clarity and and walking in that, actually moving forward in that. Do you feel like clarity has an impact or or plays into success? Oh my goodness. I feel like <laughs> I feel like clarity is everything when it comes to success. And and you know, my definition of success is that I am walking out my purpose work, making an impact and income so that I can glorify the kingdom of God, right? Mm -hmm. If I am not making an impact and I am not making money, then I cannot give in the ways that God needs me to give so that there can be true change here on Mm -hmm. earth. And and through that change and through people being able to listen to our shows or, or take our courses and get these transformations, we're blessing other people and we're showing them what it's like to lead these, these godly businesses. And so if I didn't have clarity, you know, there's three things that typically happen. One, you decide to sell something random to make quick money. Well, that never works, you know? Mm-hmm. Number two, you throw spaghetti at the wall over and over again, seeing what sticks, jumping from idea to idea, constantly starting over. That never works. Or number three, you do nothing because you're so unsure of what to do. And like we have already mentioned, you know, staying on God's path, that you literally do nothing. And all three of these major mistakes can be alleviated by knowing the direction, the root statement of your life so that you can begin to walk forward. And there's no success without the hard work, right? Mm -hmm. There's no success without the service. But if you don't know who you're serving and how you're serving them, you're going to constantly get stuck all the way at step one, or you're going to constantly start over and think something's wrong with you. That's not the case. It's that you just don't know the direction. So you're going the wrong way. Mm. Mm. Wow, that's that a, was so good. That's a freaking I, word. Amen to that. Yep. <laughs> Steph, what is the biggest lesson that you've learned in business? We always like to ask guests a, a variation of this question as we end episodes. Okay. Well, the biggest lesson that I've learned in business is don't put your eggs, all of them, in someone else's basket. There is always, 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 always a way for you to create something out of your calling, something that is yours, something that you can own. So that's number one. And then the second thing I guess I'm sharing too is do everything in your business as authentically as possible. Don't look up and look what other people are doing or how they're doing it, but go to your heart and say, how am I called to show up and who am I called to be? And and when you start to be as authentically you as possible, you know, put the, the mannerisms in of who you are. And, you know, I joke about, working from comfies and PJs. And I joke about when I try to put on fake eyelashes, one's always sticking out. Like I'm (laughs) just a boy and you're going to love it about me. And people resonate with that. There's authenticity in your story and there's so much more growth and success in your imperfection than there is in a perceived perfection. There is no such thing. Mm -hmm. So show up as you and go create something that's just yours. Ugh. A freaking men. Steph, for everyone who has been listening to this and is like, oh my gosh, I love this woman. I need to connect with her. I need to learn from her. I need to listen to her podcast. I need to get involved in her course. I need to take this four-step clarity framework and all the good stuff. Where can everyone find you, connect with you, learn from you? Yeah. Well, this has been such a fun conversation. Thank you, ladies, so much. And for all of you listening, um, I have a podcast called The Stephanie Gass Show. And my name is spelled S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S. And that podcast is really for the faith-led woman who's trying to get clarity and build that online business. 
and it's it's hours and hours of free <laughs> training. So start to say you you have like 370 something episodes like yeah. girl. Yes. <laughs> yes, come get poured into learn all the things. And then the second thing is my website which is stephaniegas.com and if you want to get a visual a live visual of what I t- I trained on today, I have a free clarity workshop. It's at freeclarityworkshop.com. It goes through the this entire framework for you. And yes, I have a course and all of those pieces, but start with the free stuff and just glean that knowledge and see if I'm even for you. I always say like, come see if I'm for you and if, if you connect with me. And then if you get a transformation from my free stuff, totally come jam with me on my courses. Um, and I have other free stuff as well at stephaniegas.com. I Perfect. love it. We'll have those links in the show note as well. So Steph, thank you for being here. Thanks for pouring into us and our listeners. You dropped so much here today. So I'm, much. This will be I a repeat, repeat episode. Yeah, repeat episode to take notes. <laughs> thank you guys so much. 